Back to Star Wars Escape Pod. And a very special release episode because, uh, long behold, the teaser trailer has finally made its appearance for the show Obi Wan Kenobi coming out on Disney Plus. And uh, we got Reed and Blake in the Escape Pod to uh, break it down with us. I'll just chat some Obi Wan, get into the subject, and uh, take a look at some of the shots in this teaser trailer. It's going to be good. Let's get into it. Another happy landing. The fight is done. We lost. Stay hidden. The key. Hunting Jedi. This patience. Jedi cannot help what they are. Their compassion leaves a trail. The Jedi code is like an itch. He cannot help it. Where is he? back guys hey thanks yeah what what a time to be back this is very exciting at long last we're getting a peek it's insane man i mean uh you know to be to be uh that that teaser trailer was just so perfect you know that uh the music and everything and uh you know i think it's just like exactly what a lot of people have been wanting to see for a long time but um you know just starting off uh we got reed back with us it's been a while, man. Hey, hey, hey. And, uh, well, a maybe, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and um, I know you've been looking forward to this one for for a while. You know, this was kind of a highlight for you last year. 
uh, or maybe even the year before that, whenever this thing was announced, like I remember this is kind of the, the, t the top subject. Yeah, cause I think, I think we had at some point you and I had talked about like, cause you knew a bunch of the stuff that Disney had planned on releasing, like in the coming year, year and a half or something like that. And this was one of the things and I was like, this is absolutely like top of the list for things that I'd be excited to see disney yeah. release in the you know next year year and a half or whatever <clears throat> yeah totally totally yeah and uh blake initial impressions here i think it's pretty much what we were expecting we figured most likely you'd be de dealing with inquisitors and it'll most likely take place entirely on tatooine so uh no there's nothing to complain about there just uh or less what we expected, so you know, check the box and there's something weird and crazy they're throwing in for no reason. Right, right. Uh, yeah, and and you know, and you know, before we start breaking down this teaser, it's worth mentioning this um, this this show will will come out on on Disney Plus. It'll premiere May twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. It'll consist of six episodes, which is so far the shortest Disney Plus Star Wars show that we've uh, that we're gonna get, and. Uh, that's that's one episode shorter than Book of Boba, which was already pretty short, and uh, we talked yeah. about it in length uh, on on the podcast over the weeks. But uh, yeah, and and that might have had something to do with the the split storyline with multiple characters going on. But this seems pretty focused on one character, and uh, I hope it stays that way a little bit because this is a, a fan favorite character, much like Boba. And again, it's just like, I don't <laughs> want to make those comparisons, but it's, it's just one of those things. Like, I hope that this time, uh, you know, we, we stay really focused on, on Obi-Wan and we don't get a full episode of, of just Owen, Owen Lars yeah, or whatever. And, yeah. I don't <laughs> no, know. There's going to be an opening episode and then four episodes of the Mandalorian and then a closing episode right. and then a closing episode and that happens to show him at some point in there yeah and, and and uh we know that Hayden Christensen is reprising his role as Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader whether that includes flashbacks or not I think a lot of us are hoping that we do see those flashbacks to Clone Wars content but if we don't then at least we know he's in the suit and uh I'm fine with that I'm fine with that. Uh, just knowing could that he's be kind of there. Like a hologram, like a recording or something, right? Right. Yeah. It could be anything. Maybe, you know, and... I would be surprised if they wanted to reuse the order, order 66 recording. They might want to do a fresh recording of that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it might even be, it, it might be possible that we could even be flashing back to some of uh, Ewan McGregor's younger years. You know, maybe they'll de-age him a little bit and flash back uh, to to some earlier Obi-Wan moments, right? Uh, this year, they're releasing a Marvel comic series called Obi-Wan Kenobi, which takes place before the series begins. Uh, series begins, And uh, that's going to be a micro-series between four and five issues long. And there's also going to be a novel release this year called Padawan, which is focusing in on a young Obi-Wan Kenobi before the events of The Phantom Menace. And they have confirmed that this novel will not feature his relationship with Satine, from Mandalore, because we do know that's part of his past as well. Uh, this is a, supposed to get into a little bit of a different story. Uh, but yeah, there's between those two things, there's a lot of stories for people to look forward to before the show comes out. And uh, on top of that... Uh, I don't think they'll skip the Satine thing entirely. They've because mentioned it. They've, they've publicly come out and said it. The author has. At they, least. Okay, I could see yeah. it. 
Right. It's just it's just a phase of his life that they're getting into where that's just not part of the story. There's so much packed into this book that they're just they're just kind mm-hmm. of saving that for another another novel. But this novel right. that's coming out. I would called- be surprised. Yeah. I was gonna say I would be surprised if it showed up in the series though, because it would tie in perfectly with all the Mandalorian stuff. We're oh yeah, yeah. In like Book of Boba and Mandalorian. Oh for sure, yeah, yeah. I, you know, and, and that being said, like I hope that if they do any flashbacks, I hope that they've hired somebody to play Satine well because, uh, you know, I feel like that was a really damaging part for for the character of Obi Wan, right? Like there's a big part of his story arc is losing this person that he cares about a lot, uh, not just Anakin, but who's this the, woman that he kind Satine? of. Satine is from the Clone Wars. Uh, it was revealed that, okay. uh, yeah, actually, thank you. For, <laughs> this is why we like having read around, you know, like people. I've brought this up many times, but you know, having having someone just to jog my memory that not not the whole world has seen Clone Wars is actually very helpful. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So so for anyone who hasn't seen Clone Wars, um, Satine was uh, Satine Satine Duchess Satine is the the Duchess of Mandalore, uh, who rules Mandalore during the Clone Wars. And she's actually the older sister of Bo-Katan, who uh, most people might know now from Book of Boba, or, well, Mandalorian. And, uh, uh, but she actually <laughs> made her difference? first appearances in, in Star Wars The Clone Wars and appearances again in Star Wars Rebels. So she's been a primary character of TV Star Wars for, for a long time now. And uh, her, her older sister was Satine. And what happened was Darth Maul takes over Mandalore, a lot of people are aware that the last season of Clone Wars takes place on Mandalore in a primary kind of final battle, which uh, sees uh, the storyline of Ahsoka and Captain Rex help out uh, a group of Mandalorians try and retake their homeworld from Darth Maul, who has at this point been resurrected and come to power and taken over the whole planet. And uh, Darth Maul is actually responsible for executing Satine in front of Obi-Wan, and it's revealed that uh, that Obi-Wan once had a tempting relationship with her uh, in his Padawan years with Qui-Gon before he kind of finally committed to just staying as a Jedi. And I guess it was just one of those phases in a Jedi's life in which like, you know, they're kind of deciding like, is this for me? And he, he put that aside. He put his emotions aside and gave up the life with Satine uh, who he was protecting much like Anakin and Padme's relationship and how that sparks up. Uh, he was in the same kind of mission with Satine, but he actually makes the decision on behalf of keeping, you know, true to the Jedi's code and gives up that relationship. So for him all those years later to lose Satine to an enemy that he thought he'd killed and actually came back, uh, it was quite the revenge story for Maul. Oof. And it was quite a yeah. devastating blow to um, Obi-Wan's, uh, you know, character, right? And And then not too much later, he loses Anakin, and uh, the whole Jedi Order falls with it, right? So, you know, there's, there's a lot that this guy's been through. And um, to yeah. go to a story that takes place 10 years after episode three, after this duel with his his brother. You know what? Just talking about everything that happened to Obi-Wan would make a lot more sense for him to become a hermit and be depressed. Yeah. Luke, just saying. Well, <laughs> I mean, I would hope the guy's not too hard on himself. I mean, like, how can you, like, judge yourself for not cutting Darth Maul in half harder? Like, <laughs> like Quarter I mean, of... I get the guy's depressed or whatever, but, like, I mean, he did cut the dude in half, so. <laughs> like, I would just feel bad if he really is, like, hard on himself for that. Like, right. you don't deserve it, man. You right. deserve better. Yeah, um, 
so there's a you know there's a lot to look forward to with this show and uh there's some stories coming out which will give people a look into his past um f- in further detail you know other than just the 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 clone wars and and the, the films but uh it's also worth mentioning that the journals of obi-wan kenobi which were uh, a series of comic books kind of highlighted uh in the star wars marvel comic series were all uh episodes that or issues that uh, focused in on Luke Skywalker reading a journal that Ben Kenobi had left behind. And they what they did is they made a collective works of all the times that he looks into this journal and it recovers memories of Obi-Wan's past on Tatooine and, and around the, those events. And it puts them in one bound issue or one bound volume called Star Wars, you know, Marvel Comics, uh, the, the jur- journals of Obi-Wan Kenobi or something like that. So anyone who's looking for more stories about Obi-Wan can also go to that for a couple, a couple, uh, you know, one-off kind of things as well, which, which also fills in the gaps between uh, uh, the prequels and probably this appearance or even between uh, this show and episode four. Uh, but yeah, the, before we kind of break down this trailer, is there anything you guys want or don't want to see in the entirety of this show? Ooh. That, like, I don't want to see, like, you mean, like, characters that, like, show up or something like that? Characters, events. Um... Mandalorian. I don't need to see more Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> no more Mandalorian. Mandalorian. But I've seen enough. I've seen enough. Yeah, that's fair. We got fair. basically two seasons of Mandalorian. We don't need more. But um, I I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm just stoked that, uh, you know, Obi-Wan's finally getting his own... Uh, long overdue uh series basically yeah okay i would say i would like to see something to do with pod racing <laughs> because it's been way too long it's got to make a comeback Dude, i mean it was it was in the trailer man you saw the little kid yeah he was, he was like yeah, on the, luke was yeah, pretending he's pretending <laughs> there's hope and this one's probably going to have mixed opinions to people listening, but I don't want to see Obi-Wan and Darth Vader duel. I feel like it would cause too many issues with, uh, I agree. with a, a new hope. I agree. Yeah. And uh, and I think you and I are, are maybe in this boat where we're hoping that doesn't happen, but we also kind of know it's going to happen because they've been hinting yeah, at this. Is, it's true. They, they've, been, they've been very, very clear this is going to be the rematch of the century. And it's like, okay, what's a rematch if, if they're not fighting, right? So like, I think we're going to see it happen, but at the same time, I'm very concerned. And uh, we, we can get into that for, for maybe maybe after we kind of break down this trailer because it's, that's a big subject. Well, I have, so I have a question then. So maybe this is too hopeful, but do you think this series is going to span like long enough to bring it right up to New Hope and they're just going to redo the actual duel itself in like yeah, I think so. that's an no. interesting concept I don't, I don't know if they would go that far but but that's an interesting idea for sure mind you i mean <laughs> i don't know i mean touching touching the original star wars movie like that though that, that's a bit risky especially yeah, when all the like then you get an so, alternate timelines too because if stuff doesn't line up and it's yeah. all kind of goofy well, I just think it'll be interesting. I mean, maybe you know more than me, but I think it'll be interesting to see because they said it's a limited series. Mm-hmm. You said there's how many episodes? Like six. five? Six. Six, yeah. six episodes. So it's like how much 
are they actually going to cover and like how long are these episodes going to be right um i'd be surprised if they were any less short of an hour per episode uh i think they're all going to hit at least the 50 minute to 60 minute mark yeah yeah i'd be really disappointed if we got a bunch of 30 minute episodes (laughs) Yeah, especially yeah. if this is the only season of it. Oh my gosh, that'd be yeah. so. That'd be. Uh, I'd, I'd cry a little bit. We'd yeah. basically just be getting a normal movie at that point. Yeah, yeah. What like, I want to see, like an ex- extended version. What I what I want to see is is six hours of just Obi Wan Kenobi in a desert doing stuff, hiding from the Empire, being hunted. You know, <laughs> meditating and, uh, for four hours. Exactly, you know, meditating. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let, let's get into this trailer. So, spoilers for Spying anyone on, on some kid with binoculars from behind the rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kid watching. Not creepy at all. Kid watching. Yeah, yeah. All right. Definitely a role model. Spoilers for anyone who avoids trailers. We are about to break down this trailer. Um, all right, so let's start off with the uh, the first scene. I got it open on my screen. If you guys want to also go through it on your end, um, and uh, we start off with a shot of some rocks. And in the background, Obi-Wan <laughs> writing, uh, what is that, an EOP? Yeah, EOP, yep. Yep, yeah, I looked it up. So EOPs sure were uh, were those farting camel things from the Phantom Menace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jar Jar stepped in and doo-doo from his right. favorite. <laughs> favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, so that's uh, that's the first shot. And not a lot to say, so let's move on here. We got uh, we got the clustered, clustered city streets of of one of the. Uh, I'm assuming this is Moss Eisley. Would you say so? Would you guys say so? Yeah, because we look don't the same. remember. We don't want it to be Moss uh, Espa. Right, that's yeah. the busy town. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't think it would be. Luca's closer to Eisley, so it could be that, or it could be. Like, I guess Anchorhead was just like a single building, right? So it kind of has to be Moss Eisley. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Uh, well, you know, actually, come to think of it, you're right. I mean, there is uh, there is the possibility that that it's Anchorhead because I don't think we've really seen Anchorhead on, on screen yet, right? I could take you as far as Anchorhead, but, you know... Yeah, you're right. We just saw Tashi Station. We right. didn't see Anchorhead. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. So this could be Anchorhead. Could be, could be Anchorhead. In in the Kotor games, Anchorhead is a full town. It's it's a town, not a city, mm-hmm. but it's fully fleshed out. You know, as you know, right? Swoop bike racing and gambling and you know, the usual things. Yeah, yeah. Typical Star Wars, uh, you know, day to day life. <laughs> yeah. It's also worth mentioning that uh, through the course of this teaser trailer, I mean, we do get a little bit of a mix in from the Ben Kenobi magical, you know, the first time we 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 uh, we hear his theme, which um, I didn't know if a lot of people knew this, but what's now known as the binary sunset theme, there's some elements in there, which was also referred to as uh, like Obi-Wan's theme at once upon a time. Um, I think that's that's possibly the name for one of his tracks on like one of the many different variations of the soundtrack that they released over the years. But uh, they have that, that little, uh, that little jingle in there. And then it kind of mixes in with the duel of fates and which the duel of fates rendition in this trailer is kind of like a epic spoofed up version of the one that we've got from the Phantom Menace, which is like really cool because everyone loves that song. And this one's even more intense, faster and more intense. (laughs) 
That's right. George must have been in control of that. One. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Giving notes. So another another shot of the EOP. Anyone notice anything in this shot? That there's something tiny behind it. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm kind of I'm looking at the shot very carefully to think, trying to see if we have any any kind of Easter eggs given anywhere. But all I can stare at is the rear end of that EOP. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, the damage dealing in yeah, the damage dealing. I'm looking, man, a deadly weapon over there. <laughs> Watch where you point that thing. Um, okay, yeah. So then we flash forward to another shot where he looks like he's cleaning something. This kind of reminds me of the shot in uh, the episode seven trailer when Ray is cleaning uh, some junk, like in uh, the scavenged parts. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Star, the star destroyer. Exactly. It's, yeah, it looks pretty similar to that. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it kind of looks like it's kind of uh, playing up on that a little bit, and it's funny that that um, it's uh, it, it's I don't know. It, it's just it's interesting that that it almost comes across as a parallel, even though it might not have anything to do with that at all. It just well, like, is funny I, that I kind of wonder, like, does he have to like actually like work like a normal person now? Like, is that what's happening in this shot? Like, does he have to try to scrape a living off of, you know, whatever he's uh, got going on or doing out there? Yeah, I don't that's know. a good question because he's not funded by the Jedi Jedi Order anymore, right? So he probably yeah. does need some sort of at least part time job. That's right. Yeah, I mean, watching uh, kids from rocks doesn't pay a lot. Yeah, not. <laughs> No, probably not. Some you had to pay for those binoculars somehow. Yeah, that's right. No, it's so true. And um, there's something also uh, I, I forgot to mention about the previous shot, which kind of flows into this one, I guess. But he's wearing a he's wearing a poncho, and it just kind of takes me back to Qui Gon on Tatooine wearing his poncho. You know, trying to be indiscreet yeah. in his Jedi. Uh, stature and now Obi-Wan here he is kind of doing the same thing but he's kind of on the run for his life sort of thing and uh, the ultimate mission uh, of protecting Luke Skywalker from a distance sort of thing uh, but yeah you're right I, I, he might be cleaning something he could be uh, working a part-time job just to kind of stay afloat or on the other hand maybe he's just yeah like make some sort of mechanics yeah like maybe he's something. running errands for people or something i don't know right i mean he at this point in time uh or at least in episode four at that point in time he's known as this hermit that just lives in the dune sea but uh it's possible being 10 years prior to that that he could be uh a, you know living a different life doing other stuff maybe uh a little more active shall we say maybe not yeah. a hermit just yet Maybe maybe the events of this show he's causes earn, he's got to earn that title. Yeah, that's right. Well, maybe the events of this of this show really causes him to to retreat into being a hermit, right? Maybe he realizes yeah. he's already like living a bit too dangerously, dangerously close to Luke Skywalker, right? Yeah. Uh, so we get the shot number four here, another shot of the EOP from the rear end, and uh, what is this? Is this is that Obi Wan? Lost. So looks like it. About 15 on seconds. The back of the, yeah. Yeah, the 15 second mark. Yeah, I'm. I would assume so. He's, he looks like he's riding off into uh, into the Dune Sea. Uh, well, almost to where he has his hut, right? Yeah. It could be uh, him looking for looking for a home, or maybe somewhere with a settle or something like that. Well, like I mean, if he lives in the middle of the desert, maybe he just has to make daily or or 
some semi-regular trips into into town to i don't know trade for stuff or get food i mean yeah local man... news yeah 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 that's a good question josh are you thinking he's looking for somewhere to build a house because i assumed he just maybe acquired Maybe it's hard I mean, I, to find a mud hut in the middle of <laughs> Yeah, maybe they'll pull a maybe they'll pull a a back to uh, like a Boba Fett thing and 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 flashback some some moments as to like how he got where he got kind of thing right before being trained by sand yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't, maybe it's just me, but his hair looks really dark in this shot. Yeah, it looks really brown. Right, he's kind of I don't know. Um, He's, he's aging a little bit. Is that bit, what so leads you to believe actually, it might if be you go someone back, else? I don't know. I, I don't, don't think know. it is. Because if you go back to the, like, eight-second or, uh, yeah, if, like, the eight-second shot or whatever, where he's walking through the town, his hair is yeah. pretty dark. Yeah, it, is, it does. Yeah, it looks so like So I it think is, it yeah. is because he's still got that poncho mm -hmm. at 15 seconds, too. Yeah. So I, I think it's a pretty safe bet that it's him. Right. All right, 20 seconds, and we're on a rock. He's uh, he's sitting there. Flash to his monoculars, is it? Or his uh, electro binoculars or whatever. And he's looking over the Lars homestead and yeah. uh, zooms in on a young Luke Skywalker who is pretending to uh, race with his racing goggles on and arms stretched out. You know, he's uh, <laughs> he's got his little Annie face on. He's look at, He almost looks like little Anakin Skywalker. And I think this is quite intentional uh, to yeah. put this kid in a costume that makes him look like young Jake Lloyd. Right. Yeah. Like, I think no, that's it's a really good point. It's, it's the same goggle design and everything. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a nice parallel that they made here and, and, you know, very well done creative choice. Do you think sure. Luke will pod race? You'll be the only human that can do it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, then flash forward to uh, an aging Ewan McGregor with his uh, with his binoculars. Uh, still... I thought this shot was actually pretty surreal, just like seeing Obi Wan, just how much he's aged. Yeah, like yeah, Ewan yeah. McGregor, right? Yeah, and it's it's so almost almost uh, so uh, good to see him. You know what you know what I mean? Like it makes me mm -hmm. happy to look at this face again and know that that's Obi Wan Kenobi, not just Ewan McGregor in a different role, but uh, yeah. You know, this is the Obi Wan we've been we've been uh, expecting to see, right? Uh, he's also got the graying hair near his ears, right? And and uh, uh, he just looks so good. He just looks so good. He's got his Jedi issued uh, binoculars, I think. Still, I think this is the the same model that the he used ones. in the yeah. yeah the small thin ones that he used in the Clone Wars. Still got those kicking around. Cuts to black. We get the Lucasfilm logo in gold. And, and then it gets Thanos snapped. Disappeared by sea. Yeah, I guess the Thanos snapped away. Uh, all right, <laughs> cut to a ship, a very dark, black, sleek ship, blue thruster Which engines. Which is a very similar design to Krennic's ship. It is, yeah. It's Imperial for sure. And uh, it's hovering above the water, flying towards uh, the, the peak of a tower, poking out of uh, this ocean world. Uh, we actually do know where this is. Uh, this is uh, likely Nur. Uh, spelled N-U-R. You can look it up on Wikipedia. Uh, it is the, the the world opposite to Mustafar. And um, Nur is actually where the Inquisitors have their headquarters set up. 
uh, so Vader's fortress is on Mustafar, and Nur is uh, a water world opposite to the lava world, which is actually where the where the Inquisitors kind of have their headquarters. And uh, they're they're close enough to Vader that he can kind of keep an eye on them and control things. Uh, but uh, I guess m- makes a quick uh, hop and a skip for him to get there if he needs to do any personal meetings, I guess. But um, yeah, in Jedi Fallen Order, at the very end of that game, um, y- you know, it's uh, the final level or the final uh, location that you go to as Cal Kestis is infiltrating Nur and uh, uh, and eventually fighting Vader. You played through that game, right, Reed? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. remember? You remember, remember much of Nur? Yeah. This oh is... yeah, remember? Don't you remember on our trivia thing too? That was like one of the things that I think someone else couldn't guess it, but I was like, oh, I know that one because I played that game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. So but yeah, um... the, yeah. This big tower. There's this big tower, whatever, and there, but there's like a big underwater uh, complex. I don't like who knows if we'll see any of that, I think. Right. But mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's a big underwater complex. Right. Uh, yeah. So that's the peak of the tower. It looks like. And uh, yeah, the, the, the tower goes underwater by quite a while, uh, by, by quite a ways. Sorry. And and uh, Cal Kestis, when he infiltrates the tower, he has to kind of he has to dive and they, they have to go through the bottom. Right. So uh, I guess the top landing pad is kind of reserved for, of course, uh, it's almost a security measure to have a base constructed in a way that you have to enter through the top and then you go down and then yeah, like there's, there's no escape except, yeah, one way in, one way yeah. out kind of thing. It's almost the perfect to... defense system. Yeah. So uh, it's Unless very you're well... attacked by Korans or Mon Calamari. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess Nur is, um, is uh, you know, just a, a very bare barren world right like no no other species i would assume lives on nur and being opposite to mustafar maybe it's just one of those places where they figure well nobody's here it's close to vader's castle let's set up shop you know right there and on the landing pad it's worth mentioning you can see um a uh an imperial shuttle like a white imperial shuttle that we see from return of the jedi uh sitting on that on that platform uh we also see some other small imperial ships and, uh, you know, the very classic red and black imperial design for the lighting and the structure. Um, so we got a quick shot of the Grand Inquisitor. And uh, Okay, the, the that gr- was, I was going to ask who this guy was, because yeah. I haven't seen him so far. Has he been in anything else? He was the primary villain. Rebels. Yeah, he was the primary okay. villain of Star Wars Rebels. And season one. Season one, yeah. Who, uh, it's worth mentioning, is traditionally voiced by Jason Isaacs, who plays Dre- uh, Mr. Malfoy, you know, from Harry Potter. And oh. it doesn't look like they've hired him to replay his character again. It's yeah. funny, because I almost feel like he would look more like the Inquisitor than this guy. Yeah, exactly. And and um, right now, again it's, again, it's just another one of those things like, like Cad Bane like Ahsoka, right? Like, it's just, I don't know if the visual translation from animation to live action is really paying off in this instance. And uh, as much as I'm excited to see this character, again, it's like, why not just hire Jason Isaacs? He's like a a really awesome actor. He played the character before. Was he just busy? Like, why? It's a good question. (laughs) Like, maybe just came down to the director and who they wanted. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, maybe um, wanted too much money. Who knows, right? Who knows? Yeah, yeah it, it could be anything. But 
it is cool to to see him in live action though and the fact that i really disliked how in rebels he's supposed to be the the head inquisitor not a regular inquisitor Mm -hmm. but the head inquisitor and he's killed off in the first season yeah um yeah spoilers yeah exactly yeah sorry reed I think I'll get over it. <laughs> uh, Rupert Friend is the actor who plays the Grand Inquisitor. Uh, you can look him up. Uh, he's it's a good name for a villain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, what has he done before? He's been he's been acting in a few different things. Oh, he's been in a, quite a few things. Hitman, Agent Forty Seven. He played Agent Forty Seven. Twenty fifteen's oh, Hitman. Oh wait, the newest one. Twenty fifteen's Hitman, Agent Forty Seven. If that's the newest one, then yeah. Yeah, okay. I know who this guy is. Wow, that's him? Yep, that's him. Yeah, yep. okay. I kind of see it now. All right. All right. I think I can, yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. So uh, let's just also, I'm just going to play a little bit of the audio here because uh, there's some there's some stuff in this in these shots that might be worth hearing here. The key. Hunting Jedi. patience. Is that the? I feel I don't know because I mean I know Jason Isaac's not repla- reprising the role, but um, does that sound like that would be him to you guys? Because um, it almost sounds like almost sounds like. Oh, actually, yeah. You know what? It is him. I got the I got the closed captionings turned off for this teaser, and yeah, he says. The key to hunting, uh, the key to hunting Jedi is patience. Yeah, so that's the Grand Inquisitor speaking. Is as the key to hunting Jedi is patience. Yeah. Okay. Oh, interesting. And uh, in the okay. background, in the background, we can see another Inquisitor hanging out in the background. Um. And uh, this Inquisitor is the green-faced, kind of samurai-helmeted guy. He's known as the Fifth Brother. And uh, we do know from Rebels what happens to the Fifth Brother. Um, he's uh, the gray-skinned humanoid back there, chilling. So yep. he's around. Is that different than the guy we see later on? Or is it the same guy? Same guy. Same guy as, uh, yeah. as the, yeah, he's the Fifth Brother. So the Inquisitors, we know uh, for a fact that uh, there is, like... Uh, 11 or 12. And, uh, you know, it's um, a lot of them have had names or mentions in the past. Um, I can list them off here for you. Uh, they are uh, known as... Uh, oh, are they? Where are they? Either of you guys find the page for that? Um, I can try to find it. Okay. All right, that'd be great. If you can, if you can find it. Maybe we can we can revisit this conversation because they come up a few times in this in this teaser trailer. Um, all right, so uh, yeah, so he's chilling back there. Uh, it looks like this shot could be on Tatooine, and this this Inquisitor is uh, the Grand Inquisitor is interrogating somebody, and I don't know if this is an Imperial officer that he's speaking to or just some guy behind a counter. You know, in a, yeah, maybe in a cantina or something like that. There's, it looks like there's tables and chairs and people sitting down everywhere. Yeah. So there's that. Um, and then on on a 45 second mark, 
45 second mark <laughs> over the shoulder of the dude that that he's speaking to you can see another inquisitor standing there in the background who is in fact uh the one that we get close-up shots of later in the trailer and her name is uh, reva who is the first and uh, is brand new inquisitor to star wars invented for this show never shown up before and uh her name they actually gave her a name and not just 12th sister or fifth brother or whatever yeah i was gonna say i found a list and it's just that over and over again second <laughs> sister 10th brother sixth brother <laughs> yeah there you go there you go okay all right yeah so you want to read off uh, all of them for us well i think it's pretty self-explanatory but how many of them actually have names other than xyz None of them. Sister. None of them. I don't they just go them. by their number. Oh, you know what? That's not true. I think uh, one of them does have a name, and it's the one from Fallen Order. It's the one that um, that we yeah. got to know a little better. Yeah. It's the it's the chick, right? Uh, yeah. What's her face? The, the um, sister. Bill Valen. Is that it? The uh, sixth brother, once known as Bill Valen. Um, oh, okay. 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 So some of them do have names. Yeah. Interesting. I think once known, as in they had to give up their name prior to becoming Inquisitors. Right. Okay. right. Oh, it looks like Second Sister was from F Fallen Order. Second Sister, yeah. yeah. And and she had, had a one, Trilla Siduri. Trilla, yeah, yeah, that's what it was, Trill. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Okay, yeah. So, you know, there's basically, there's a lot. You know, Eighth Brother, Seventh Sister, uh, Sixth Brother, Tenth Brother... Second, you know, second sister from Fallen Order, so ninth, it, ninth sister from Fallen Tanner? Order. Is it Tanner? How many are listed? Mm, looks like it's around there. There's all, There was also once a... There's some that are just listed as unknown female inquisitor. So I don't know if that means they have a number or not. Yeah, that's the uh, red-skinned the red -skinned, uh, lady, right? Yeah, and then unknown male Twi'lek inquisitor. Yeah. There's, an, there's a Twi'lek who's... who's I've never seen a Twi'lek that's like pitch black before, but he's portrayed in the uh, comics as a as a Twi'lek who's like painted black. Like he's, uh, it's almost like he's painted his his uh, his skin that way, his leku and everything like pitch black. So um, maybe it's like something that he's wearing over his face or something like that. But uh, that's maybe how he's. The Inquisitors like their Twi'leks well done. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> who knows? Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, um, looks, it looks like there's ten plus the Grand Inquisitor, eleven right. total. Okay, yeah. So, so this, so this new edition is probably, I guess, a twelfth that we just haven't seen before, right? Uh, so she's she's uh, gonna be featured a few oh, times. Oh, so you don't think they're filling in like a gap or something? You think this is a like a whole new person that they've added on? Or oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This this new Inquisitor who's uh, currently uh, her name is uh, is Reva, right? Uh, she's, yep. uh, she's being played by, uh, who is it? Who's it now? Um, is she the, she's the same, uh, lady who was in the more recent, uh, 007, wasn't she? Oh, she was, uh, the, Moses. she's technically 007. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Daniel Craig's 007 is reti retired. Actual James Bond is retired or whatever. And then she's like, uh, here you go. She, You'd like this is your honor, not mine, or whatever. Is, is that her? Is that her though? Like I'm, I'm just trying to figure uh, out what she looks I don't like. Think her. so. Oh no, maybe it's I don't not know. her. It maybe. doesn't look. 
No, my bad. No, you know really what I recognize hair. her from? Because I recognize her from something. Sorry, is I, I recognize her from Queen's Gambit. That's where she's from. Okay. That's where she's from. Yeah, Moses, uh, Moses Ingram. Yeah, she kind of looks like the 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 actress from from 007, though. She's got the same kind of hair and everything. Um, but okay, let's uh, let's move on to the next shot here. Um, oh, I'll, before we move on for her character, it's confirmed she's an Inquisitor and not Darth Vader's secret apprentice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I figured she was just... I, I figured she was an Inquisitor that they may be just specifically assigned to hunt Obi-Wan down or something, right? Um, yeah, come on, Tanner. Darth Vader already has an apprentice. His name's Starkiller. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> everyone, everyone knows that. Yeah, come on. Come on, no. man. Because that's not canon, and I wouldn't be surprised if they just like plugged in a different character in that position. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Right. There's only one Vader apprentice, as far as I'm concerned. We flash, uh, flash to the title card streaming ex- exclusively on Disney Plus, and uh, we get a shot of a uh, of another dirt train or another um, train of some kind. You know, he's. Uh, what would you Maybe call this it? is like Obi Wan's uh... new job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah part of a work crew getting a shuttle to a, yeah. a, a dig site or something like that. <laughs> Could you be. imagine him at a, a construction mine. site being a, a Jedi? It's just like, hey, go lift that or drag that like rock up a hill or whatever. Like the temptation to not use. <laughs> Just use the force and be like, oh, look, it got up there. I don't know how. Uh, and Joel, yeah. his job yeah. is just being an Egyptian slave. <laughs> yeah. Go drag these rocks around. Oh, my God. So um, the audio the audio for this, for this, uh, for this clip uh, with the train, it says Jedi cannot help what they are. That's what, that's what somebody's saying. And also, it's worth mentioning the city in the background. We haven't seen it before. So, yeah, it very well could be maybe like maybe Anchorhead or something like that. I don't know. Because that spire, it looks like a looks like an airport or some sort of spaceport spire, kind of like a, what we've seen in Lothal, like that thing that Ezra oh, yeah. hides out in all the time. That he lives in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it kind of I don't know, it kind of reminds me of that a little bit, but all the Him all and the, the houses, cats. The loft cats, yeah. Yeah, it's just there's something about this place. I, I I feel like it's maybe a new city on Tatooine that we haven't seen before on film. So uh, that's kind of neat. It's also cool to see this whatever this train is like a like a public transit system train. Like a I don't know. It's 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 cool. It's kind of neat. It just adds a little bit more to the 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 life on on Tatooine. It's not so much of a middle of nowhere planet as I think Luke made it out to be. Uh, because every show we've seen and every movie we've seen, even Phantom Menace, has just con- consistently grown this planet with more and more stuff. And you know, and then Mandalorian comes along and confirms all the different cities on the planet and all that. Uh, so it's kind of it's not Jakku. I think that's that's what I'm trying to say. It's not Jakku. It's not yeah. Uh, I think dust ball with nothing. I've, I think that's exactly part of it. Is they're trying to distance it, it from Jakku, yeah. right? Yeah, they're trying to show there's. Yes, it's a desert planet where there's not a lot, but there's still a society that's functioning. Yeah, that's a great point. All right, we'll go to the next shot. Close up on Obi-Wan inside the train with a bunch of passengers. Looks like he's thinking to himself. 
And like, why did I ever agree to come here? Yeah, and yeah, let me yeah, just let me much. just tell you guys what I'm thinking about the shot. This almost looks to me as if he is one of these other people. I think they're all workers. Like they're all working for maybe a corporation or something like that, or maybe a business. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's what I was saying. They're on yeah. the uh, they're on the shuttle bus to the to the work site to the dig site. Yeah, 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 something like that. I don't know because one of the guys you can see him pass a canteen of water over to the guy across from him. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I also noticed there's a few new aliens here. I think the one on the right is from the sequels. Oh yeah, yeah. There's like a like a weird kind of Pokemon looking dude back there. Kind of, kind of like a mole. Yeah. Alien. Yes. Yeah, you're right. I think uh, this is one of those guy those uh, those aliens from Rise of Skywalker on that on that on that uh, what is it Pisana that planet that they go to where everyone's partying all the time. <laughs> oh, that. That's place? Uh, yeah. Last Jedi. No, no, that's that's Rise of Skywalker. They go to that planet where they meet Lando. And uh, and everyone's partying. Oh, that that time. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah. Okay, I was yeah. thinking of the the casino. Oh, that's what I was thinking no, too. Yeah, actually, that's no. I was yeah. like, how dare you make me remember that? <laughs> <laughs> You'd rather remember Skywalker? <laughs> okay, we flash to pretend the the first two movies didn't happen. Then it's not so bad. <laughs> yeah, we flash to Nur. Um, and we see Reva, the new Inquisitor, standing at the head of a ta- at the head of the, the table in the conference room in in the Fortress Inquisitorius. That's what it's called underwater. And yeah. we can see the fifth brother sitting at the opposite end of the table, and uh, another Inquisitor, what looks like to me, uh, at the other end of the table. And this is to me, this is a brand new Inquisitor again, another one which we haven't been shown before. So maybe now there's we're up to like. 13 i think at this point 40th brother <laughs> Just, there's a reason they number sister. Them. <laughs> two stormtroopers in the background because they could just keep adding numbers they don't have to remember names they're like who's this guy it's one oh, oh got it sure yeah Makes well, and also, it could be that some of them will die, and that they just reuse the numbers, just like the 007 thing we we're talking about earlier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that thing. yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> A new one every week. Oh, geez. The turnover of this job. Wait a second. Who are you? Oh, number four? Uh, sh- sure. You look different yeah. than last time. <laughs> yeah. I thought he had like tentacles. You know what? Forget it. Let's just go. <laughs> Go find the Jedi. <laughs> you know what I also find kind of funny is how when we look at the original trilogy and we see all the architecture of the Imperial stuff, like it's it was very industrial, but it's mm-hmm. not overtly evil. And now we're seeing like the modern take on it. And I get that yeah. they're supposed to be a little bit more Sith aligned, but it's just it's just so overtly evil. Right. Black <laughs> and red everywhere. Yeah. At least like the old stuff, it was like clean, like it's very military, Basically, right? Like, very military, yeah. like very clean cut, like grays and blacks and whites and stuff like that. This one is just like it black looks like and a, red. It looks everywhere. like a reused set from one of the sequel movies because this is all the same lighting and everything that we see inside the uh, first you're, order stuff. You're so right. Like the, the 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 style of this place looks almost more first order than it does imperial. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, you know, minor uh, minor note there. But yeah, it's um, it's whatever. I mean, it's it's an underwater base. Maybe maybe it's uh, maybe it's bound to look a little different. But but yeah, you're right about the color scheme and everything. It's almost a bit too, 
but yeah, you're maybe maybe yeah, you uh, because I know we've seen the inside of Fortress Vader before, and and that's pretty yeah. similar. So that's similar as well. Yeah, yeah. So maybe there's like an intention there. That's they why I think the same local Sith builder. Like. They just had the same local builder. They were like, he just got done on Mustafa, and he's like, and they're like, hey, you know what? We need a we need a base over here too. He's like, oh yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. It's a two for I'll one just, deal. I'll use the same material. Yeah, he's like, look, I got leftover materials. It'll be cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> just reuse uh, it so next shot we uh we cut to uh i guess this is maybe tatooine again and and whatever that new city is uh or maybe maybe it's a whatever what, whatever city it is in uh you know it's the place uh, in the desert the, planet yeah the place in the desert on tatooine yeah and it looks like somebody's hanging uh because we see some shoes and some dude looking up at this guy and a bunch of people crowding around uh, all kind of, you know, looking in fear up at this body. Uh, flashing forward to the next shot where we see Reva up close in her suit, holding out her lightsaber, pointing it at civilians all over the place. And you see Owen Lars see, standing in the background yeah. and yeah. close up on his face. To me, it almost looks like maybe this person, this body is being suspended in air by the force, maybe. Could be, yeah. Oh, yeah. As opposed to uh, Yeah, intimidation um, tactic. Yeah, it's a pretty typical, like, fear tactic. Like, seeing it's like, oh, see, look at this guy. Look at what happened to him. If yeah. you don't cooperate with us, you'll end up just like him. Because this worked <laughs> in the first 50 movies people did this in. <laughs> That's right, yeah. It's also, um, yeah. I, I got the close captioning. I was over this couple, over the over these couple shots. Um, it says, uh, or whoever's talking, I think it's the Grand Inquisitor. He says, their compassion leaves a trail. And he's talking about the Jedi. Um, and, yeah. uh, and, you know, right when he says leaves a trail, a close up on Owen Lars' face. And we know from the comic books that Owen Lars has been very, uh, very hesitant to trust, uh, or not to trust, but. He's very. He's been very hesitant to accept Obi Wan's help and in protecting Luke Skywalker because I think what he thinks is Obi Wan just brings trouble, right? And maybe it has something to do with the events of this show. That's a good point. Yeah, because you could argue that the trouble maybe would have been the fact that Anakin was hiding there and then had to leave and save him, but it like didn't really affect the Lars family, so. Yeah, no, I mean, I think I think Owen Lars, Owen and Brune, I think know the responsibility that they have for protecting Luke Skywalker, right? Uh, or more so, maybe they know what he is or know who who they're protecting, but then want to change his own destiny for his own good, kind of like how uh, the Dursleys do with Harry Potter, right? The Dursleys know that Harry's a wizard, but you know they don't support the lifestyle of sending that kid off to wizarding school they uh they they make a lie out of who his parents were and try and hide who he is right and i think maybe it's something similar to what we're seeing with uh the events unfolding on tatooine with the inquisitors coming after obi-wan and stuff maybe there's a large fear that they know that it, well you know they're looking for yeah. jedi force sensitive people you know if they find luke well, they're like gonna they take him right yeah, or maybe they'll I mean, find Obi Wan. Mm -hmm. That'll make make put the, his family in danger. Yeah. Well, and they were there too when uh, Anakin came and uh, Attack of the Clones or yeah. Episode Two or whatever. 
And like when Obi Wan came uh, to them with Luke, he they wanted a kid of their own, but they like they couldn't have their own kid, and so they're like, here you go. Mm-hmm. And so they still have to kind of come to terms with the fact that like this isn't their kid. He happens to be the son of an extremely powerful Jedi, and they have no idea how to deal with that right. or like any like weird stuff that could be going on. If anything, like they wouldn't like know how how to deal with that at all right so it's also really cool to see uh owen lars back because uh you know we got way more out of him in episode four than than i think his minor appearances in in the prequels but uh it joel uh joel edgerton is reprising his role as owen lars who who did play owen in episode two and three and uh i believe is it bonnie uh peace is her last name, um, is uh, playing Baru. And I believe this is the same actress. Yeah, it is. It is the same actress who, who played her in episode two and three. So, you know, they That's got, cool. they got they the got two. The same cast. Yeah, yeah. They got the same cast back yeah. to play the Lars family, which is really, really neat. Yeah, they've all aged anyway. So it's like, ah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is our plan all along. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next shot, we have Reva again standing on a, a rooftop in a, a very different environment, very uh, uh, city world, could be uh, anything between Coruscant, Nar Shadda, um, anywhere where there's a lot of life, could be a new place. And there's a glowing street sign behind her with the letters, uh, e, was that E and R? Or uh, if I'm reading that correctly? Wait, you mean VT? Yeah. Um, yeah, or... you're right, Josh. It's it's ER. Yeah, yeah. So uh, th- that's uh, Orabesh, the uh, the Star Wars letter translation from English to, uh, well, their version of English written down in in Star Wars. Oh. So those are big letters, E and it's R. Called basic. Uh, it's called it's called basic. Yeah, yeah. It's called basic. Read. Everyone can read it. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. It's a galactic wow. standard. It's a galactic. Sorry, I didn't standard, finish yeah. my uh, my education at uh, what you call it. I didn't make the cut for Imperial Academy. There we go. <laughs> ER could stand for emergency room. Uh, could stand for a lot of things. It could also just be um, effect uh, modelers and 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 uh, effects artists who aren't necessarily hardcore Star Wars fans, not knowing really what to throw up there, and then uh, they just choose some random oh, letters, more letters out of the above alphabet. It. Uh, it doesn't look like there is. It looks like it ends off there. Maybe there's some below it. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, it just looks like that. Looks like the full sign to me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm on. I'm on right. 59 seconds here, and it just looks like the full thing. But. Um, yeah. And then we cut to an over-the-shoulder shot where uh, Rev is looking down over the city, and this is a very different environment than what we're used to seeing as far as Star Wars City goes, the only thing I can make a comparison to is the lower levels of Coruscant. But because we yeah, can see... Yeah, the clones. Yeah. And because we can see what's behind her, either they've replaced the background to hide uh, maybe... Because I know there's a, such a thing as, as trailer shots. You know, sometimes they, they make trailer shots to disorient people like us, like breaking stuff like this down. But um, maybe they replaced the, the upper levels of Coruscant with just a cloudy sky, but, but, um, you know, very well could be uh Coruscant was what we're looking at, especially when I see this over the shoulder shot. What does that sign in the background say, Josh? You looking at the green one? It's kind of like a yellowy green. Yeah. looks like a, 
Looks like it's got a bit of a font on it, but yeah, that's M I, uh, and then L and then what L I M is that, am I reading that right? The C Oh, sorry. No, that's the, uh, hold on. I've got to look up this alphabet. Got to try and decipher this. It's got a bit of a last letter is a K. It's got a bit of a font on it, so uh, so it could be. Yeah, it's got it's got a bit of a weird. Is it milk? Twist. Am I okay? Milk, milk factory. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The last, yeah, the last letter is that blue space milk has to come from somewhere, guys. Milk, yeah, it it does look like it. It does look like it says milk, yeah. Why does it say milk? <laughs> I don't know, man. But I mean, remember those big posters going? Those big billboards got milk. Maybe. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, I do. All That's right, there, so there it is. Random. It's settled. It's it says milk. There we go. It does. Spoilers, everyone. This uh, this show will involve dangerous amounts of milk. <laughs> dangerous amounts of knowledge. I mean, that, that could unfold the yeah. show's plot right there milk all right um next shot minute one zero one seconds we uh, get a close-up of the back of that shuttle that we saw pulling up over nur uh this is obviously the inquisitor's ship i think at this point it's safe to say um and the the quote being set on screen of the closed captioning says the jedi code is like an itch and we get uh, and the next shot um oh well it's worth mentioning that might be tatooine again that the shuttle's pulling into um I suspect that this shot takes place just a little bit b- before she's uh, keeping everyone at the lightsaber right. point before she's choking them. Totally, totally. Um, I think this is, in fact, uh, possibly, possibly uh, Moss Eisley because the doors on the building surrounding the, the landing pad that she's got her ship parking on, it just it just looks almost too much like they've tried to make it look obvious that this is, this is going to be Moss Eisley uh, with sense. this, with the single strip street ahead of it and everything. I don't know. It just, it just screams Moss Eisley tower in the background. Yeah. Yeah. It just screams Moss Eisley to me. If it's not like Anchorhead, it's Moss Eisley. And then we get a shot of an Imperial officer uh, walking uh, in, in close up. Jedi code is like an itch. Flash forward to the next shot. We get, a very brief glimpse of a cybernetic uh, inquisitor making their way through the crowd. It looks like they're cyborg. They got this weird kind of helmet on. This is the other inquisitor that was sitting at the table earlier in the trailer with the fifth brother and Reva across the table. And uh, it looks so, like they're also uh, interrogating some people in a different environment. If If I can interject, so I think when this Inquisitor is walking and then it kind of pans and you see Obi-Wan appears to be stalking this Inquisitor, keeping an eye on them or whatever. Mm-hmm. So when we saw Reva or whatever looking over, you know, whatever mystery city that we think looks like Coruscant, maybe it's just one of the Tatooine cities, but at night, because I don't think we've ever seen any of the Tatooine cities at nighttime. Right, right. Um, that's a possibility for sure. And And that being said, uh, this shot specifically with that neon sign in the background. I don't know if that, that doesn't really 
ring Moss, uh, doesn't really ring a whole lot. I don't know. In all the previous times we've seen Moss Eisley, I feel like we've never seen a sign like that. So, uh, mind you, we haven't really seen a whole yeah. lot of tattooing at night, like you were saying. Um, so yeah. ma maybe. I, I mean, I, I'm. There's a pretty good chance I'm completely wrong, but like, if especially if the, some of these like towns or cities are hubs of uh, debauchery or whatever, yeah. like they maybe they have a really vibrant light, nightlife. Yeah, like, yeah, totally. I, who knows, right? Totally, and it could be like, that they news... got lots of cantinas. Yeah, and it could be that new city that we just had that we saw uh, yeah. Obi Wan on the on the train you know, driving towards, right? Like whatever that city is called. Yeah. It could be whatever, that place as yeah. well. Yeah. And there's a stormtrooper. Uh, there's two stormtroopers here keeping watch over the citizens and go to the next shot. Uh, Close caption says he cannot help it. You know, in response to the Jedi code is like an itch and Obi-Wan yeah. dressed in his robes, hiding amongst those people, which looks like the same sequence. So it looks like he's really close to where those inquisitors are interrogating people to me. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's yeah. just maybe so it's he, just cut really well, but it looks like that to me. So, like he's being tempted to try to intervene. Yeah, he has to exactly. make the choice to stay in the shadows or not. Exactly, which kind of goes back to that quote: like the Jedi code is like an itch, you know, helping helping other people, right? Um, so, is that droid that we see? Is that an Imperial droid, or is that just some random? Doesn't look like it. It looks like the stormtroopers interrogating it. Right? This. Um, yeah. Oh, you're talking about so we're we're at a minute and seven seconds now. You're talking about yeah, one oh seven. Yeah. Okay, so this is uh this is an Imperial droid, it looks like, because no, it, um, is. it look it looks like that to me because the body and the arms really resemble K2SO. Aside from the head. True. It just it's yeah, just the head's like, pretty different. Yeah, the head's different, but it just kind of rings K2SO to me. Also the letters that I can make out on the chest. It says um, Ned. I looked it up. It says it says Ned. 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 So there, there's and then I can figure out other, if uh, it's a scratch or something at the back there. There, there it's been is. Been a while looking at it. There, there is something behind it, and and I think that's uh, I don't know. It almost looks like either it could be two numbers or uh, two uh, what what would be a letter translation to a Q. But Ned Ned Q. I don't know. Because like it also just looks like scratched paint. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it could be that too. So, I don't know. So, maybe, maybe I, I, then, a, a like droid the, the named next... Ned would be kind of funny. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah. I'm guessing that it's a droid that actually is named Ned. Right, Reed, you're saying something about the next shot, 108. Oh yeah, so or yeah, 108, 109. So this was part of the reason I asked if it was potentially an Imperial droid because this looks like we're still looking at the droid. Yeah, uh, like, you kind know, of, like you see the thing it holds in its hand, it's got like a mechanical hands or whatever, and it's still kind of the same color tone of armor and stuff like that. Right. It almost, uh, yeah, it almost looks like a... It almost, it kind of looked like, at first I was just like, oh, it's a stormtrooper, like stormtrooper yeah. armor, yeah. but it, it, it's it looks got like. like a mechanical hand. It seems like I could be totally wrong, but no, you're totally right. I think I think uh, and the the it's it's funny because the armor plates on this droid resemble stormtrooper armor a lot. Yeah, and it's like the, in that color tone again is still that blue and that desert tan brown or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I assumed, I assumed in that shot or whatever, it looked like you know maybe it spotted obi-wan over the stormtrooper's shoulder and then brings out whatever weapon-esque object i don't even know what that is it looks like a hammer it looks like, like a, a hammer, hammer yeah. yeah it looks like a hammer to yeah. me yeah 
And then, all right, flashing to 110, we get Reva again in the city that she was looking o- over, uh, parkouring off a, a falling piece of de- building or debris. It looks like maybe she cut it with her lightsaber and it's making a ramp between buildings and uh, flinging herself off the rooftop in the following shot, cut to black, and we get the Grand Inquisitor saying, where is he, with his intimidating, spinning, famous lightsaber. Uh, yeah, that's spin- what all the Inquisitors have, all helicopter the, lightsabers. All of the helicopter <laughs> lightsabers, yeah. And uh, he, they're spinning it in the face of uh, some person who doesn't look like it's Owen Lars. It looks like it just could be some random random guy, right? Um Stormtroopers in the oh, It's also worth pointing out that those spinning lightsabers can be used for flight. Yeah. Sadly. What? Yeah. I don't, don't, don't look in too much to it, Reed. Don't look in too yeah. much to it. Yeah. <laughs> it was something many people wanted to canonize. Yeah. <laughs> but they can fly around using them as a helicopter blade. It's That's ridiculous. Right. That's right. Maybe you should have just never told me that. I would have felt better <laughs> about it if I had never <laughs> known. <laughs> Yeah, sorry for all those listening out there. <laughs> it's like the it's like the new trilogy of movies. I would have been better off if I had just never watched them. Between Darkness, we flash, flash, we flash to a title card. Between Darkness, music plays. Duel of Fates continues. I believe we get Fifth Brother walking down even more hustling, busy streets with more neon signs. Probably that same planet that yeah. Revo's on. It looks like all the Inquisitors are working much better in in like small teams, kind of going planet by planet, almost a way more active than what we saw in, in Star Wars Rebels. Because in Star Wars Rebels, uh, we had um, we had very few Inquisitors left because that's that's much farther down the timeline, closer to Episode 4 than it is till when this show takes place. And the Inquisitors are kind of the, the last remnants of, of what's left of the Inquisitorious. So it also explains why in this show we have new Inquisitors that we haven't seen before because... Uh, there was more, and now there's uh, apparently less. Uh, Fifth Brother is leading a pack of like eight stormtroopers down the city streets, would you say? Squad of stormtroopers. Yeah, yeah. yes. Are we 100% sure it's the same guy? Because oh, yeah, Fifth that's Brother in Rebels was like ginormous and jacked. Yeah, yeah, that is that is Fifth Brother, yeah. Again, it's just one like of those things. Schwarzenegger body. <laughs> yeah, he looks and it, slightly taller than the stormtroopers. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I can confirm it's fifth brother because Sun Kang from Fast and Furious, who plays Han, is the actor who's playing the fifth brother. So this is a close up uh, of him oh, in really? costume. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So this is the fifth brother. It says it on the Wikipedia as well. Uh, yeah, and then so this city though, Josh. So do you, do you think that is still Coruscant? Because if it is, it's a bit it's, of a newer. I don't know. It's take either it, it's either Cor- yeah, and it could be the lower levels, right? It could be the lower levels of Coruscant, yeah. which uh, we've seen a few times in Clone Wars. But yeah, it could be it could be that. It could also be that planet that Revo was on in the previous shots. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think what buildings, like, it could be Narshada, but I don't think so. Taller, like this looks more like Coruscant than like the other shots we've seen. Yeah. Yeah, totally. True. Totally. It very well could be for sure. Um, I'd honestly not be surprised if at some point in the show we see some random Jedi that we've never met before being killed by an Inquisitor. I would not be surprised because um, okay. I think the idea that this trailer is giving off that I think the show will also give off is 
the inquisitors are hunting jedi down right and i think yeah what we have to as viewers because they're trying to appeal this show to an audience who's never been introduced to inquisitors before uh from star right. wars rebels right i think the idea something that you might even want to look forward to other than other than obi-wan hiding from just these people with red lightsabers is what is the fear that these people actually like what why should obi-wan be afraid of these people right and yeah. and something to display that level of power and and skill that these guys have as a, as a villain, um, other than Darth Vader out there, you know they are force users. So uh, some of them previous Jedi uh, that yeah, just, I'd say most of them are ex Jedi. Yeah, I think a lot of them are ex Jedi that just went or went bad. Ex right? wannabe Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's um, the Grand Inquisitor is the overseer. Probably trains any new people, but but yeah, generally speaking, like a lot of them were were ex Jedi. And fifth brother is probably uh, probably no exception to that. So it's cool to see him in this shot here. We flash to a shot at 118 with two escape pods blasting off into space. No idea what's going on there, but maybe... Uh, I feel like they're trying to get New Hope vibes with that. With the escape pod going on a Tatooine. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. They almost also could look like... They almost also look like drop pods to me. Maybe they're, uh, maybe it's a way of just shooting inquisitors off to other planets or something. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense when they got a shuttle, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Launch them into space on cannons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Reva whipping out a red lightsaber, uh, encountering some some hesitant man at a uh, at the bar. Same. Same sequence, I think, as earlier with the Grand Inquisitor encountering the the barman. This might even be the same person. It it uh, uh, or it could be could be a different character yeah. in the same location. But uh, yeah, different. Yeah, I don't know. It's it looks like maybe someone's trying to run from the situation, and she's she's stopping this guy, and you know he knows something, right? So yeah. and then uh, flash a tile card and defeat. Uh, we get some symbols on a wall, which looks like Reva is trying to decipher some engravings on it's some like wood. It's like the Jedi symbol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like the Jedi Legacy's uh, logo that's been carved into some piece of wood. And, and Reva's kind of putting her hand to it. Um, and it's worth remembering, like, Reva might have previously been a Jedi, right? So maybe she has some sort of attachment or some ties to that past. And uh, then we see her face off in an alleyway against someone with a blaster, which it looks like is Obi-Wan Kenobi trying to hide. Looks so Batman-y. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And, and this is kind of pretty cool because he's going full on Jedi vigilante, right? Like not trying not to use his lightsaber, but trying to hide his Jedi identity by using a, a weapon for an uncivilized age. <laughs> <laughs> So uncivilized. Nice plug there. Yeah. <laughs> Good reference. Yeah, so we're going to have Reva versus Obi-Wan for sure. And then we cut to Obi-Wan on a rooftop firing off a blaster bolt at somebody on another rooftop. No idea who it is. You guys have any idea who that is? I don't know if you can Bad pause, it on, a, pause mm -hmm. it on a frame that's a little, little clearer, but it looks like he's... Yeah, it's hard to tell. Shot's too action-y. Yeah, yeah. Could be some bounty hunters or something, but yeah, yeah. who knows. And uh, we got some people on other rooftops. Kind of, It looks like he's almost being surrounded in this. He's being fired upon from other angles. And then 
one of these one of these chimneys in 126 a bunch of birds fly out um and then we cut the title card hope survives close up on obi-wan in the desert looking concerned and then we get the final title card star wars obi-wan kenobi limited series streaming may 25th and then we get a very cool blue lightsaber disney plus logo which they should use forever they should starting That's to wonder kind of cool yeah. starting to wonder what percentage of the series is going to be off tattooing now because the trailer actually was about 50 50 yeah yeah definitely yeah for sure um i think a lot of it will focus in on uh not just him but you know his pursuers right which makes for a really well-balanced story i think uh which is which is going to be really exciting to see um we didn't get any vader other than his breathing through uh through the teaser trailer but we do know he's in it and i think it's wise to suspect his appearance is going to be very subtle very uh sparingly used and uh we're definitely going to get this lightsaber fight. Uh, I'm assuming that this will happen in the final episode. But let's go back to that conversation because, um, you know, major concerns about it. <laughs> major concerns about it. Yeah, because the, the modern day Vader, they built it up so much, right? So it's going to add yeah. a weird contrast to what we see in A New Hope, as well as I feel like it lessens the impact of the duel that we get in the original film. Yeah, it kind of does. And, you know, not to dump on episode four, but I mean, it wasn't exactly the greatest duel. So in a way it's like, it'll kind of give us something that, that we can actually look at and go, okay, that was pretty awesome. But I feel like we already had Won't that. that make it even worse. Well, yeah. And I, and I feel like we already had that, that in episode three, right? Like, like revenge of the Sith kind of gave us that, that duel that, people have been waiting to see between those two for a long time. And I feel like this go around just isn't that needed or maybe that uh, necessary because, uh, you know, there was some dialogue that happened between the two characters and uh, you know, uh, the exchange made it sound as if it just flowed really well out of what happened in episode three. Right. I feel like there didn't need to be anything that happens between those two events. And this show is smack yeah, dab in the middle, right? This show is smack dab in the middle. And so even when Obi-Wan gets aboard the Death Star, you know, Darth Vader kind of takes a moment to go, oh, I feel a presence I haven't felt since. And then he kind of trails off and doesn't say anything. And, you know, I mean, I just always assumed that was Mustafar. But That's maybe. what I thought too. I mean, technically, that would still make sense if they fight here, but I'm not sure what the gap is. Yeah. Because if it was two weeks ago, you know what I mean? Like, right, right, yeah. Exactly. Obviously, that won't be the case, but it definitely changes the impact. Let's take a listen to some of this audio here. Hold on. From the original duel. I've been waiting for you, Obi-Wan. We meet again at last. The circle is now complete. When I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. Only a master of evil, Darth. (laughs) 
Your power is a weak old man. You can't win, Darth. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. You should not have come back. And then Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan sees Luke. Vader and smiles and then he surrenders his life and gets sliced in half. But that's it, right? And and there's not a lot of details. <laughs> we should uh someone should go through and tally how many times their like lightsabers make contact in episode four compared to <laughs> The fight in episode three, and you'd be like watching episode three, oh, oh, tapping that button like so fast, trying to keep track. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, there's, there's there's just not a lot of details. I don't know. I'm curious what you guys think about this because, well, it's Vader's line that is the main thing, right? It's like when I I left you, I was but the learner, and now I am the master. Right. Yeah. So he. And I feel like he's been waiting back. his entire, like, or how many years is this? He's been waiting. 19. This since... is between episode three and four is 19 years. So I feel like this is, that's like, he's been waiting 19 years yeah. to say that to Obi-Wan's right. face. So I don't know. It. I think it'd be kind of dumb if they do end up fighting in the. the I'm thing. okay with like a near miss. Yeah. Or Obi-Wan, like sees vader and then like realizes like what anakin has become but i don't want vader to see obi-wan <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah yeah because I, I, I i'm in the same boat because i i always love seeing vader and this will be the first time he's come back since rogue one and and hayden wasn't involved with rogue one they used a, a stunt double and and uh james oh. earl jones james earl jones was yeah. was uh, the voice but but hayden was not in the suit and you know the fact that he's in the suit is is cl clear evidence to me that it's one of two things either they wanted to throw hayden a bone and be like welcome back to star wars here's the suit you know you get to play your character again or it meant that we're clearly going to get some scenes where he's unmasked close up we see his face or third i guess that's three options we get flashbacks where he's just playing Anakin Skywalker again. And, um, yeah. and I think that's what a lot of people are hoping for, including myself. Flashbacks. Flashbacks. Yeah. I think, uh, I, I don't, I, I don't necessarily, I don't think seeing a new duel between Obi-Wan and Anakin is, is, uh, I don't it's know. It's a good thing. Yeah. I don't think it's a good idea. I mean, even, even just the line, like a presence I've not felt since, you know, mm -hmm. dot, dot, dot. And then he runs off. It's like, he shouldn't even be in the same vicinity 
or the same moon-sized right. displacement as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, they shouldn't be anywhere near each yeah, other. Yeah, that's true. So, like, then how would Obi-Wan spy on Vader without Vader sensing him, right? So Yeah. And I, what I, I was I guess hoping... you could argue Coruscant, there's so many people and things going on. Maybe, yeah. you, you know, it'll get lost yeah, in chaos. I mean, like, chaos. I, I think I think it'd be fine to see like a good amount of Vader in this series because Nur is right next to Mustafar. Like the Inquis like Vader, especially at this point early on in the Inquisitorius or whatever, Vader is like responsible for them basically, right? Yeah. So lots of Vader, like sure, that's totally fine. But just don't please don't. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know what you mean, right? Yeah, and it's and like, uh... I can't help sorry, go ahead. No, go go for it, go for it. I can't help but think of the duel between uh, Ahsoka and Darth Vader that was in Rebels. And mm-hmm. I'm worried they're going to try to do something like that. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's really called for to happen. I th- I feel like it's just them kind of uh, almost almost fanboying too much that, that they have the opportunity to do this. But I don't think it works, right? And, uh, I mean, we're, we're complaining about it now. Maybe we'll be, we'll be praising the show in a couple of months when we actually see it unfold and it makes complete sense and everything like that. And maybe, maybe we're all wrong about this, but, um, you know, I've got my concerns, right? I think we all have our concerns with such a, such a big, uh, event, right? A big, uh, a big face off and something that really changes the foundation of what George had done just with six movies, right? Because this really is playing in the middle of those and square in the middle and, and is, uh, in a, in a way, in a small way is changing events and changing intentions for those lines right so uh yeah, yeah i think we all have our something concerns that i feel like we've been seeing happen for a while now with each yeah. new thing that comes out something's tweaked something's tweaked something's tweaked right yeah 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 totally totally and so, uh, as more I disney stuff comes out that. the lucas gets covered up yeah, yeah exactly so i think my question then is do you think this is like their first like real probe like if they do follow through on like a, a duel between obi-wan and vader in this show do you think that this is their first probe to see if they can reboot the original trilogy and redo episode four do you think that they're gonna try to <laughs> test the waters a little bit and see if that's possible because how <laughs> old is so. how old is new hope it, it's a it's it's old seven, it's seven. A, over 40 seven, years seven. old now at this point but no i don't, I don't think they'll ever touch that um, what I do think though, is that they, they might be toying around with the idea of these very delicately crafted characters from the original films getting, uh, getting close up and impersonal with, with some stories with, with them, right? Because the only other characters we've seen, I'm not counting book, book of Boba because, because, um, he, you know, essentially he was a background character for, for the other films, but, uh, aside from episode two in the Clone Wars, but. I thought um, you were gonna say it was a background background <laughs> character for Book of Boba. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nice. <laughs> Only the latter half. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm thinking more like along the lines of the sequels, where where a lot of the main trilogy characters got kind of backgrounded in there, and flushed out. Um, yeah. Yeah. Flushed. Yeah. And and I don't know. I feel like fleshing out some characters like this in a, in a way that uh, comes across as a show. We get a lot more screen time, a lot more focus. And uh, some really good detailed stories that people can people have been enjoying on on Disney Plus more than in the cinema so far, as far as comparing all the stuff that Disney's done. And uh, maybe Obi Wan's going to be the tip of the iceberg. Maybe if this goes well, maybe we're going to see 
other shows with other characters, you know, with uh, focusing in on, 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 on their stories, um, which <coughs> Darth Vader. Yeah. Or, or even <laughs> like, uh, I mean, it's been thrown around a bit, but maybe like a Yoda show, right. Uh, or, or Kickster. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's out of the question to get, uh, maybe a show of, of, uh, <laughs> Kidster. uh, Yoda, <laughs> you know, cause he's a, he's a guy that he's a, he's a little alien that, that was very mysterious. And you know, this thing that we saw in Dagobah, but, uh, maybe they want to tell like a story. I feel like if they do there. that, it'll be higher public. Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Maybe there's a story to be told between episode three and five that kind of gets into something something that he's been up to, maybe. I don't know. Maybe some forced journey that he goes on or something like that. I mean, he's he's the the more magical, spiritual character of, of Star Wars, right? The, the more unknown, I guess, how to describe I it. I want to see the rise and fall of Sebalba. <laughs> There was a there was a Jedi Quest book, uh, young Scholastic <laughs> Junior Reader novel, which actually did okay. tell a story of um, Anakin as a young Jedi Padawan who has to go back to Tatooine on a mission with Obi Wan, and he has to enter in on a pod race and win again, and he's against oh, uh, and it's against Sabalba's son. And Sabalba's son, son, yeah, and Sabalba's son, son Sabalba. is driving, and Sabalba's son, get this, is driving Anakin's old pod racer who they, <laughs> they bought. <laughs> so it's actually kind of cool. It was actually kind of a cool story oh. because Anakin has to basically one-up his mechanic skills and, yeah. you know, mechanically produce a better pod racer than he did before and race and win against the son of his nemesis. <laughs> That's it's, pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty good. The fact that Tanner, like, kind of jokingly is like, ah, oh, story of Sebulba and Josh actually has an answer to it. Like, I hope like, they didn't use that storyline, but it has to be titled Son of Sebulba. <laughs> the Son of Sebulba. <laughs> That's right. Um, oh well, I mean, we're coming to the end of the time we got for today, but uh, you know, real quick, if you guys want to have any last minute thoughts, now is the time. Now is the time. I'm glad it was just a teaser and not like a full length trailer because I think nowadays, especially, it's so easy to like ruin like even a whole TV series and spoil too much. Yeah, so I think Star Wars has been good about that though. I mean, yeah, Mandalorian trailers, the full trailers, and the Boba Fett trailer, I don't think they did that. Right. Yeah, and uh, I don't think does Obi Wan even say anything this whole trailer. I don't think he did. No, no. We we will get <laughs> no. more trailers though. We'll, okay we'll get with, another. I'm okay with that. We'll, we'll get another trailer eventually. I think closer closer to the date, right? Uh, but until then, I mean, this is this is great to see. It's cool to see where they're going with this. And uh, Phil had, Phil had a lot of comments to say about the set pieces, which look great. So I think this show is going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to be super cool. I'm excited. It's going to be a good time gonna be a good time oh, yeah. that's right and all right well thanks guys for coming back on the show as usual and uh we'll see you in the next one always a pleasure sounds Later. good keep flying <laughs> all right and uh to those of you guys listening at home thank you as always for tuning into the show hope you're uh, still enjoying it enjoying our star wars discussions and uh you can stay tuned for a lot more content coming from us um Number one being uh, some character breakdowns called What Happened. We've been doing them in the past, uh, focusing in on characters that show up in these live action shows and kind of recapping their story in every appearance that they've had. Comic book, novel, video game, show, movies, audio book, whatever. Uh, we go through all of it. 
chronological order. It's easy to follow and I highly recommend them. We've only done a few, but we plan to do more and uh, we plan to do one for Cad Bane and of course, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Stopping up, of course, at the point where uh, this show begins. So, make sure you check out the previous episodes of the podcast as well. Uh, we last had on Jess from the Book of Boba Fett, or sorry, the Boba Fett fan club, talking about the Book of Boba Fett, so that was pretty fun. And uh, lots more coming down the chain. So, looking forward to May, May 25th. That's when Obi-Wan Kenobi comes out on Disney+. Plus. You can reach us out, leave a voicemail, shoot us a tweet, email, all that stuff is in the description. And we'll see you guys in the next one. May the force be with you. Thank <laughs> you.